The 307 RPG Podcast is streamed live every Sunday morning on twitch.tv slash 307RPG at 9 a.m. Mountain Time. You can also find us at our website, 307RPG.com, on YouTube, and on most podcasting apps. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the 307 RPG Podcast. I'm Patrick. I'm Nolan. I'm Zach. Gentlemen, how we doing this weekend, this week, whatever... However you want to take it, I feel so discombobulated this morning. How is everybody doing? Solid. Yeah, doing good so far. Good, good. We have D&D later today. Are you guys ready for that? I yes. yeah. I'm pretty excited. Good, good. This will be a nice, it'll be good to get into it, um, especially after that session zero that we had. I did want to just talk briefly about the session zero that we had before we dive into our topic of the week and just kind of the format change. So we did that session zero where I told you guys you were starting your story basically completely depleted. I had you roll a D6 and that was your starting hit points. And then I said, all right, now let's go back 24 hours. What did you guys think of that? I personally thought it was the best introduction to a, a game that I've played. Okay. And I think it was super clever. Like, I don't want to throw around words like inspired, but I will. Um, it was, it was brilliant. It was a, such a great idea, Patrick. I, I just... wish, I wish I could take credit for it because this is actually something Nolan and I had talked about before. He, and I don't even remember where Nolan found it, but he said, you know, what about a session zero where, X, you know, you guys start out and everybody's beat up, bruised and damaged. And then you say, OK, now let's go back and see what happened. And I don't Nolan, Do you remember where you found that? Or am I dreaming that conversation? I don't know. We talk a lot. I think that <laughs> we've had that conversation before where it's like, I, I think most people agree that starting in a tavern is kind of the old school way of doing it. And it's kind of awkward. So bringing combat in very early gets people more hooked into it. But also the same thing of cool like there's this you know hey you guys meet in a tavern and somebody kicks the door open and they fall flat on their face and they've got a dagger or an arrow in their back and the town's under attack go but nobody ever actually like again people don't have a feel for their class yet and so they're still a little tentative and you don't want to waste all your resources so then bringing in the thing of saying okay you guys are going to live it's going to suck you need to use all your stuff like you snuck out exhausted whatever Go nuts. Use all your thing. Burn all your rages. Action surge, round one. Go nuts. You need to use this stuff. I thought it was a great way to right. basically get people used to using their things right off the gate. Because yeah. there are so many times where it's just like, well, I went the whole day and I didn't cast anything once. Or I still have right. a bunch of resources right. and we're resting already. Or you're like, cool, well, guess what? You guys are level three and you still don't know how to play your class. And we've been playing for two weeks because you're so scared to move. Let's go nuts. So it worked out really well. So just just so everybody understands who's listening, the way we did things is a couple weeks ago, we sat down for a session zero. The players knew that I'm, I, I am typically the DM in our group, although Zach just wrapped up DMing. Great job, by the way, Zach. Uh, so w we decided that this is going to be our last big D&D &D official 5e storyline campaign. And we're going to kind of touch through each of the different storylines that Wizards has put out, ultimately ending in Curse of Strahd. And the reason we chose Curse of Strahd is because, number one, it's my favorite setting. And number two, that's the setting that this group started playing together in. So we're going to finish in Curse of Strahd. And then we're going to look at some of these other games that we talk about, like Monster of the Week, which we're going to be talking about here in a little bit. We're going to look at some of these other games that we talk about so we can stop saying, oh, I wish we're going to wish we could play this and actually play the damn things. So that's kind of our plan. 
But what I decided to do was something a little bit different. And again, basic conversations that Nolan and I had and that the session zero is, is you guys are sitting around a fire. You're bruised, you're beaten, you're cut, you, you, you are exhausted. You have zero resources left, zero spells left. Roll a D6. That's how many hit points you have. And that's where we started the, the session zero. Now, I didn't give the players a chance to do anything there. Instead, I said, now let's flash back 24 hours where you're coming into this little community, this little town, this little trading center that grew up out of the desire for uh, an innkeeper to have a spot where travelers could stop on their way to Flan, which is where our adventure is officially going to start today is in Flan. And so the players got to immediately get engaged i mean with each other there was like okay a little bit of conversation and then we jumped right into combat and we had a situation where the cleric was actually meeting with a family when all yeah. of a sudden and i and i started out with a red dragon and then changed midway through to a black dragon so uh, whatever multiple dragon yeah exactly where all of a sudden he heard screaming and looked out the door and the house was just hit with fire causing the entire house to collapse him to get damaged or injured and ultimately, he had to make a decision of either trying to save a family or save himself. And I think by the time he was able to get out of there without saving the family, he was suffered not only damage, but a point of exhaustion as well, which I thought was a good way to do it with him battling through smoke inhalation and trying to physically exert himself, which is why I threw out the exhaustion. And while the rest of you were fighting these dragon cultists, because it's we are starting with Tyranny of Dragons in the bar and ultimately engaging with the young black dragon. And I like the idea that here is this big monster for level three players to face knowing full well, you are going to survive. It may be rough, but you're going to survive. So my idea was that I am going to hit you. You are going to take damage. I am going to scale back the damage. I mean, so it's complete DM manipulation. I'm going to scale back the damage. So you will ultimately survive. But I wanted everybody to get a chance to use their resources and learn their player or learn their character, especially since we're starting at level three. And I thought it went really well. Yeah, I think it gave people an opportunity. Again, see what you can do with not necessarily no consequences, but pretty much no consequences. I mean, right. You know, no, I, your pride's at stake and stuff like that, too. Mm -hmm. and, and, and again, you are getting to meet these people for the first time. So it is one of those like, you know, first impressions are everything like you know, we, we have something in common now. We kind of came together. We don't know each other, but at this point it's like, you're capable. You helped out when it was needed. Let's hang together and we'll figure out what's next. And there were even instances where you saved each other's lives. Was there? I, For yeah, some maybe. of us. I think For some so. of them. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think being given a mandate to do everything, but like, look, you got to use it. Like, I think it was really helpful because sometimes, I mean, that's a part of the game is managing your resources. You know, sometimes you don't cast that spell because it you can only cast it three times. Right. You know, it's like, do I really want to like heal this person or do I want to try and kill the monster real quick? And so to right. be like, the worst can't happen. You're going to at least survive. And then to have you tell us, use everything. You have to use everything. Yeah. Like, even like it, honestly, it felt like the win condition transferred from at least for me kill the monster from kill the monster to use your rage use your enhanced yes. bite yes you know 
uses use everything that you have and that's how you win like the first person to be completely to hit one hit point with nothing <laughs> left one <laughs> that's that's that is a great way of looking at it zach and that was i mean i never thought of it in those terms but that was literally what i was thinking i was like i just want them to use everything and and in a large part of it is is i thought combat is a great way to get to know each other quickly you can see what each other is capable of doing. I was hoping to see some situations where I know like Shree's playing the archer where she would make this shot that maybe saves somebody's life or, you know, those kind of things where it was the idea being it gave you guys a chance to come together. And so I was very pleased uh, with how everything went. Uh, and I'm looking forward to starting today and just saying, OK, guess what? You have woken up. And then, and I and I wanted to run this by the two of you. Because I really like the idea, and it comes from Symbrum, of you don't truly get fully healed unless you stay in a tavern. I think it just depends on the campaign and, again, what you have in the group, right? So, mm -hmm. I mean, if you've got a ranger who can make, you know, the woods out back like the Hamptons, don't. Uh, see, and I think that would be complete. Yeah, I think you've got to be. Don't take it yeah. from them. But, yeah, I don't, I don't think that's a, a horrible thing. Yeah. And it, it could be one of those things that maybe you are fully healed, but it's like you don't automatically get it. Use your hit die. I can't remember what the survival mode is for 5e. Right. Where they talk about uh, like hit dice only return on such and such, or you can only spend so much. I can't remember. I'd have to look into that because I know they do have a way that's not necessarily hardcore, but a little bit more well, resource think, yeah. stricken. I, I think that would be really interesting to do now. And again, I can see, like you said, if, if you're like in the woods and the ranger's like, oh my God, I finally feel at home. Um, yeah. Whereas... Here, Ranger, you're going to have to go in the sewers and live here for three weeks and you're not used to doing this. Maybe the roles are kind of reversed for the Ranger there. Well, and I think like, you know, again, getting a long rest in a uh, a dungeon, I imagine would be pretty hard. Now, granted, right. I'm going to be playing a wizard and I will have Lehman's tiny hut and I will be sleeping anywhere like it's the Hamptons <laughs> at some point. But that is like the price of power that you're working towards, right? Like right. eventually you're making a mansion because... I am not doing that again. That was horrible. Like sleeping <laughs> in the sewers was the worst thing I ever experienced in my entire life. I still smell. And yeah. it's been two weeks. <laughs> it's been, yeah. I, I wouldn't mind it. I know that Simbroom is intentionally trying to create a right. thing of like, you ha you've got five days, right? You've got five days before you're going to be so exhausted that you got to go back to town. Like there's not going to be like an extended, like <laughs> foray into the forest without putting your life in danger. Well, and I think about like even the shows that we watch where the heroes finally get to town and they finally sleep and they sleep for like three days straight because they're just exhausted, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You finally, so, finally catch a spot. And I think, you know, I don't know. I would, I would say one of those things of, I definitely like the idea. I think there is a thing of maybe it would be, um, you know, maybe, maybe your hit dice only return once you sleep in a town, right? Like that's when you finally do that. Like you're burning through your levels of, Okay, well, you can rest, but you're, you know, you're tired. But as far as gaining hit points or something like that, you can't because you haven't had a good night's sleep in a week or something, too. Right. So I'm sure there's, like I said, I'm sure there's something for it out there that's really good for it. But yeah. Well, maybe um, that's something we'll talk to the entire table with before we actually get Because if we end up in the jungles of Cholton, you're not going to see an end until the end of the campaign. <laughs> this might be a little bit kind of bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, absolutely. Sometimes that stuff. Suck. Well, that's something we could talk about later. So yeah, for all right, sure. let's let's move on. Um, so we have decided to kind of change things up on the show. Typically, after we do our idle chatter, we launch into the news and tell you kind of what's going on in the tabletop RPG world, a little bit of video game world, sometimes magic. Uh, just depends on what we have found for news. And then we finally get into our topic of the week. 
uh, topic of the week, sorry, uh, we have decided that it might be more beneficial to us and to you, the listeners, to spend more time with the topic and less time with the news. So unless something big comes out, like the ongoing saga of TSR, uh, we are just going to be focusing on our topic. Like, Did you guys hear about what's going on with TSR 1, 2, 3 and Wizards of the Coast? Huh? No. So this goes back to uh, Gary Gygax's son. And I mean, there's just so many layers and I cannot get into it, uh, you know, because it'll take like three hours to explain. I know that there is uh, somebody who is trying to reignite the TSR brand, so to speak, although Wizards yeah. did purchase it many years ago. And I guess they got hit with a cease and desist letter. They filed a lawsuit against Wizards. Then Wizards hit him with a cease and desist letter. And I guess the lawyers looked over everything and said, you really should cease and desist. <laughs> so yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the final was on that whole thing. And we're not going to get into it because it's just it's so convoluted. And I'm, I don't even understand it all. So, but it's, yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> it just keeps going. <laughs> yeah. All right. So last week. Nolan brought to us the game Monster of the Week from Evil Hat Productions. And I, I got to tell you, I the more I spend time with this, this game, the more I am just falling in love with this book. This is fantastic. The artwork, I, I feel like I'm looking at artwork from what you say it was, Nolan? Like, <laughs> I mean, it's 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 like pencil drawings, right? Right. It is. It does. Even the book itself and like the texture, like I felt like I maybe had like a uh, a college textbook or something like that, like just like one of yeah. the deep, like new style paperback style ones. So yeah, I mean, this is not this isn't the you know the size of a of a a standard like textbook, right? And and I picked it up for twenty bucks on Amazon, and I think you can get the PDF on Drive Through RPG for like twelve. Yeah. So for an RPG that seems to, and 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 I mentioned that we had talked about it, and some of our other friends, like Zach Goins from Bite Size Gaming, he mentioned that they're playing a Powered by the Apocalypse game. I can't remember if it was this one or not, and that they absolutely love it. And so I I thought it would be fun. Nolan's going to be playing in this game soon. I thought it'd be fun for us to try building a character. So Nolan, I don't know. Do you have a character sheet? One of the character playbooks? I do. You want to throw that up on the screen so we could because I'm not sure yeah. I understand the process here. Well, I'm really hoping Zach has done some research. <laughs> uh, it's it's shockingly simple, which is yeah, nice. You, you make like three choices and you're done. Yeah. So I think um, so I do have I well, have all a the form, do, but... form fillable ones. Let me transfer screens here um, and then we can kind of pick what we want and we can make a couple characters. I can tell you a couple that I'm leaning towards for the upcoming game. But let me do some changing real quick. OK. So I do have I do have the form fillables for anything. Okay. So is there a class you guys want to look at first, or hunter? Well, I mean, you're the one playing this game. What kind of character are you looking for? Okay, so I don't know a whole lot yet about what we're doing, other than the uh, um, our is it a keeper? Right? Is that what the storyteller? Yep. Is yep. yep. Keeper the keeper has and magic. He said we are at the epicenter of weird San Bernardino, California. And where we go from <laughs> there, so uh, he, they are from California, so I, I'm looking forward to that. Um, gotcha. Right now, as far as our group, I know that we have, I believe, four players. I think that one of them is going to play one of the additional ones that came on later, the Summoned, which I believe is kind of a, a Hellboy style. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, I can get some art in here, too. Um, so let's see. Well, I, I, I don't know what the other ones are going to play. I I'm waiting to see what kind of game it is. Like if we're if, mm -hmm. but I thought 
as far as weirdness goes and giving first time playing stuff, usually it's better because a couple of people haven't played before, like any kind of tabletop. Oh. I was thinking of going monstrous now. Oh, okay. Not something I would normally play. I am not a, you know, team Jacob or team Edward or anything like that. But when I was looking at monstrous, pull this up real quick. When you pick the monster breed, it says you're half human, half monster. Decide if you're always this way or if you're originally human and transformed somehow. Now decide uh, if you were fighting to be good or if you were evil and change sides. Define your monstrous breed by picking a curse, moves, and natural attacks. Create the monster you want to be. Whatever you choose defines your breed in game. Some classic monsters with suggestions for picks are listed on the back of the sheet. Uh, these are only suggestions. Feel free to make different ones. So... I know you guys love to hate him, and everybody loves to hate him. When I saw yeah. Fairy, I thought of JJ, the the vampire Twitch wannabe social influencer. So flipping him from being like totally Roman, the college campus, trying to fit into an immortal fairy that who is driven by pure joy, who's just looking for like, hey, we got to go find a monster. And you're like, listen, you guys got a pullover. There's a party right here. Like, come on. Like, you know, and then being really annoying of having his own like social media and be like, you know, what are you doing? Like, oh, I'm just, I, I got to send this on TikTok thing and like, stop dancing on the corpse we're investigating. And like, I'm just trying to have fun. Why, why, why? So real quick, before we get started, I just want to say, um, and you guys correct me if I'm wrong, because it looks like to build a character, you actually need to have the playbook for that character, right? For that character type. So I mean, um, I'm, you just I'm, just a page. You can due to Powered by the Apocalypse's like system. It's really uh -huh. easy to get everything that you need on just like two pages, so you can have okay. one piece of paper double sided. So, so no one can... has the actual playbooks, the PDFs of the playbooks, and I'm still I'm actually using the book itself. And and looking at the like the book here, it says uh, to make your monsters first, pick a name. Nolan, what's the name? You're horrible about picking a name right away. <laughs> no, we're just going to go JJ. Okay, JJ it is. <laughs> and then it says, then follow the instructions below to decide how your look, ratings, breed, moves, and uh, gear. So... And so your page is going to be pretty similar. The layout on this stuff I find a little bit weird because, you know, your statistics are here. Sorry, that doesn't really help people, but it is right below the sheet on it says monstrous. And then it goes into some of your stats, luck, harm, experience. Then it talks about picking your characters and the moves you get. And then on the second page, there is a ratings pick one line. And this is your stats. Um, the big thing about these creatures is they are, by nature, not of this world. So it doesn't matter what you pick. You start with three and weird. Uh, and then you pick what other things you want to have. Uh, charm, cool, sharp, tough. And then that, that really is. So it picks one, and that becomes your stats. And it's right there in the ratings line. Pick one of these lines. So when I was thinking, uh, the nice thing about this is because of what it is, like I very clearly will have weird covered that way. If we don't have it, I was thinking as far as this goes is maybe a guy who likes either to fight or go the super charming way and be the face, like be a bard, be super annoying, but you love to like him type situation. Okay. Not necessarily great under pressure, well, more of a people person, but I hate to say that. Like due to the due to the nature, you're gonna have to choose between charm and tough. Because mm -hmm. that because that's how the monstrous works. You're, it you get really to be does, super, yeah. You get to be super weird, but you don't get to be tough and you don't get to be charming at the same time. You got to pick one. So what yeah. is he? 
So my thought is, is because JJ is so annoying, the charm would probably be a little bit low because he's not, um, okay. when, when I see charm of manipulate somebody. And so the nice thing here on this PDF sheet, I click that button, my stats auto fill in for people who can see. So it ends up giving me a minus one to charm, minus oh, that one to is cool, like, yeah. zero yeah. sharp, two to tough, three to weird. So my and so thought, these, these are the PDF playbooks that you can buy on DriveThruRPG, right? Uh, I found a thing where it's just a form fillable download. Okay, um, well, that's really you, cool yeah. that you're able to do that and just boom, boom. All right, so you chose charm minus one, cool minus one, sharp zero, tough plus two, and weird plus three, right? Yeah. Okay. So one of, um, so as we get into the thing, curses pick one, and you don't have to go by the example, but curses, they have feed, vulnerability, pure drive, or a dark master. So my thought was, again, pure drive of joy where that's okay. what it is. Whenever you have a chance to indulge in joy, you must do so immediately or act under pressure to resist. Well, I have a minus one to cool. I am not very good at acting under pressure. I'm not very good at helping out. I am a, <laughs> I like I'm a, a selfish, you know, TikTok, Twitter bot who's only there for the likes and thumbs up. Like really, like if you don't have a check mark, I'm not hitting you back in DMs. Like be verified or get the fuck out. So, so that was kind of my so thought there. So and, you're going with pure drive? That is my thought. Um, okay. the other thing is, is if it's a little bit darker or something like that, the dark master, you have an evil Lord who doesn't know you change sides. They give you orders, um, and they do not tolerate refusal or failure. I thought that would be kind of a, it, it seemed like a little warlocky pack type thing to give the keeper some ammunition to tell the story. And so okay. I thought baby being an, like, why are you doing the things you're doing? It's like, you know, if you are a fey creature, agent of chaos, like the, nothing more chaos than just basically flip a coin and see how you like about it. Be like, what are you doing? I'm like, you know I mean, what I am. Um, yeah. If you're going to go with like a fey creature, you've got Mab, the Queen of Darkness, you know, Oberon, uh, Titania. You could have any number of creatures who are just like, like, what, like, you don't have a choice. I'm a lord of the fey. Like, you don't, like, I tell you what to do and you do it. Right. You like, that's this. a lot of ammunition. I mean, it could be more than one for the keeper. Yeah. Yeah. To be like, hey, sorry, you're a part of the winter court and anyone you who's above you, when they tell you to do something, you got to do it. And so that was my thought of like, I really like it here. I'm having a lot of fun. This is what <laughs> I have to do to stay, right? Like, this is I the best it. time. I was here in the 40s and it was weird. Like, <laughs> this is the time to be alive. Like, I love the dance and the whoop, 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 whoop. That's my jam. Let's go. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, uh, 40s were rough. They were like dropping bombs on London all the time. People getting good. put away. It was, it was not good. Everybody trying right. to send you to right. a war. Nah, not my Right, problem. yeah. All right. Boring. So, did you click? Yep, you click pure drive. So, now we have what? Your natural attacks is next? Yep. Um, well, so, I think, I think due to your choice, you're going to kind of have to take magical force, right? And it was what I was leaning yeah. towards. I it, it does one harm, magic close. Um, again, it's kind of one of those things if I just imagine a guy that's super like, goes one of two ways. Like he's always like, why is your, like, why did you take your shirt off to fight? And you're like, because it gets in the way. Like just this guy and you're like, I don't know. It's just like his weird thing or he has a button up shirt. And he just opens it up to fight. So he looks better fighting type situation. But just, he doesn't take off his sunglasses because that's some backwards fucking pageantry. Yeah. No, watch, watch <laughs> this. You know, like, so anyway, I, I was leaning towards base magical force. Um, so it says natural tax, pick a base and add an extra to it or two bases. Um, again, depending on the thing, I also thought it would be kind of interesting of being this super happy, fun guy and also having the life drain. 
So that way, you know, it'd be like, wait, what did you just do? You know, like well, something like that. So okay. Uh, so base um, magical force, I really like. Probably the extra uh, will probably be the plus one harm to base, just because the ignoring armor, uh, since it is magical, I thought you know maybe not so much. And the extra okay. range, I you know might not be too bad either, just for hand to hand combat. But there are some things I like yeah. later on too. So. For now, because I I'm think like, the only I think the only differentiation is you're you're either close or you're not, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Excuse me. Let's see. It says added extra range to the base, add uh, intimate hand or close. So maybe gotcha. there's a, a grapple option. Yeah, I think intimate. You must have like had to actually get a hold of them. So I'm, we'll, we'll add one to base for now. Okay. Or I think it's probably good since hand. base magical force is rolling minus one harm. Right. So, um, at least you can get rid of that. So, uh, move over next to on the sheet uh, says moves. You get all the basics, mo basic moves plus two monstrous moves. And along here, some of the things are immortal. You do not age or sicken. Whenever you suffer harm, it's one minus harm less. Unnatural appeal. You can roll weird instead of charm when you manipulate manipulate somebody. Unholy strength. Roll weird instead of tuss tough when you kick some ass. Uh, and corporal, you may move freely through solid objects, but not people. Supernatural speed, uh, go much faster. Claws of the beast, natural attacks get plus one. Mental dominion, when you gaze into a normal human's eyes, exert your will over us, so kind of the vampire gaze. Uh, unquenchable vitality, when you've taken arm, you can heal yourself, which I like kind of the regen thing, kind of felt mm -hmm. like the vampire thing. Uh, yeah. dark, dark negotiator, you can use manipulate, move on monsters as well as people. Uh, flight shapeshifter or something borrowed which something borrowed really interested me because something borrowed says take a move from a hunter playbook that is not currently in place so you get to go just poach something yeah. from another and that seemed really like that was i think the thing about the mantras that interested me the most was like wow this is actually pretty versatile i can really do yeah. whatever so and i don't i don't think there's a lot of dark negotiator playbooks so like you know if if Buffy wants to go talk to some vampires, she's got to bring Angel along with her. Right. Otherwise, right. otherwise it's otherwise it's a fight immediately. Right. And I thought with like the dark master and the dark negotiator, he could probably have a play of like, you show up and like you flash the badge of the winter queen. And all of a sudden you've got some ground, like I'm an agent yeah. of somebody let's chat. Though I, could... I don't think you can take um, a natural appeal and uh mental domination to uh like combine those together but you could take dark negotiator and unnatural appeal yeah like, i didn't, I those didn't are notice both, that like if you yeah, get things that add buffs they don't stack the highest one yeah. overwrites yeah and it's also a thing where it's like you're not adding you're not using weird instead of charm when you take unnatural appeal it only you only get to use weird when you manipulate someone mm -hmm. not when you use mental domination so if you wanted to negotiate i think like that would be the the two picks so yeah when you so, use your weird you know trying to so that way you could maybe be tough and again i don't know i don't know how much combat's in here i don't know how much the other side of things are of combat because <laughs> it's like I think, I think eventually you got to fight the monster Right, and I right. think that's where it fins. So my thought was, again, so I, I can either go that route, but we also have tough, which I didn't mind. So my thought was, is JJ's immortal and super annoying no matter which decade he's in. 
which gives him a little bit of defense, <laughs> can't age, can't sicken. Whenever you suffer harm, you suffer one minus harm. And I thought that was just from kind of a story thing. And then I really like the idea of something borrowed, but I also don't know what anybody else is playing. I also don't right. know anything else like that. So the other kind of stuff there is because we have such a weird and I have such a bad charm, the unnatural appeal kind of stood out just from a standpoint of, I really hate this guy, but I'm going to hang around him type situation. Like there's just, like, he's so annoying. I can't stop watching type. Yeah. I, I don't know. We all know the type where someone is so gregarious that you just can't stop watching, even though you're like, God, this guy needs to shut up. Right. <laughs> you got that honey boo boo show that just keeps going. You're like, it's like watching a train wreck. Like I'm just here for it. And I just like, can't it, turn it off. <laughs> it, it has a horrible manipulation over me. So um, oh, I also no. thought flight might be kind of fun. So I don't know. There's a lot of options. The nice thing is, is in this game, as you level up in the improvement section, um, mm -hmm. you get some stuff that says take another monstrous move, gain a haven like an expert, take a natural attack. You can still move from another playbook then, or then we can start working on stats as well. So there are some opportunities to make up some of those gaps. But so for this, because I don't know what anybody else is playing and something borrowed, um, I don't know, like there's a couple things where it's like, I think smite where your body and fists become holy weapons. And I was uh, like, from the divine, uh, I, I, I don't, I think it's, it's, chosen. it's chosen. I think it's okay. chosen. Yeah. Um, which I thought was like really cool. That would be kind of fun. Cause again, my thought was, is if anything, I'll stand up there in front and try and get punched in the face while everybody else kind of figures stuff out. If anything, I can get beaten down because he's immortal and he's kind of right in that edge of joy. He could have fun in combat still like nothing's killed me yet like you're not going to be the first so let's go so there's some opportunities there so i don't know we'll pick super speed i think that'll work oh i can't click come on okay oh, anyway so immortal when and you speed chase for your run plus one ongoing so nobody can escape gives them kind of the weird like i don't know it gives you an opportunity to be a little bit of the creepy vibe of just always in front of like what took you guys so long Sure. You're missing the action or don't worry, I'll catch up and you go and you hit the party and everybody like pulls up and you're already waiting for him. Like, I thought we left you off like 14 blocks ago. And you're like, yeah, no, I did my thing. It's fine. It's cool. I got my fix. Let's do the thing. Gosh, you guys got to trust me. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's the most annoying character ever. And I haven't yeah. played with him. <laughs> uh, so as we move over to the second page here, it gives you gear. If you want, you can take one handy weapon, a revolver, a nine millimeter, a magnum, a shotgun, a big knife, brass knuckles, sword, or a huge sword. Um, so I am a huge fan of swords by nature. I'm not a huge fan of guns. JJ being an immortal person that's been around forever, it kind of seems like it would be fun to show up with like the Highlander sword. Just, <laughs> just because he, here like, we go. Here's the Buster sword from Final Fantasy. Just a monster. If like, what the heck? So, Look at what I brought. It's like, where did you get that? Oh, this thing. It's several, several hundred years old. Don't worry about it. I've had this for years. Don't worry about it. Yeah. You should see my collection at home. You know, he just grabs different ones from different eras. You know, I really like this place. You guys make the coolest oh, things no. to hurt He's each other. He's a mall ninja. <laughs> um, oh, gosh. Okay. So, again, some of that I'm stuff seems that. really weird. Uh, then we move down, and then it has a get started section, which is probably where you want to start. But to make your monstrous, first pick a name, then follow the instructions yep. in this playbook. So why it's on page two in this, some of the layouts are a little bit weird. Yeah. So And it's it's page one in the book of, of the monsters. Okay. So. so the my guess is, is they have this set up. So I probably don't need to leave the top page for any of my stuff. Right. My stats right. are there. My abilities are there. Second stuff is kind of just 
background stuff. And so I think that's probably what it's laid out. So looking at the list, pick one, uh, man, woman, mysterious, transgressive. I'll uh, just do man, sinister aura, powerful aura, dark aura, unnerving aura, energetic aura, evil aura, beast aura. I like the idea of energetic aura, like just because then maybe you could just be like, it's it's contagious. Like you can he, feel it. He, you could feel the energy coming off this, you know, happy person here. And it's super like, I hate that I'm happier when I'm around him. Um, and then I figured like just some stylish clothes or whatever would be fairly simple. So sure. the nice thing about this game is uh, when you get to this point, uh, wait for everyone to catch up to you so you can do introductions together. Go around the group on your turn, introduce your monstrous by name and look, tell the group what they know about you. Go around the group again for history. When it's your turn, pick for each of the other hunters one of the lists. So uh, for the monstrous, you lost control one time and almost killed them. Ask them how they stopped you. So already we've gotten, this is our relationship. You tell me how I know you, how I owe you, how I yeah. like you, whatever. Yeah. They tried to slay you, but you proved you're on the side of good. Ask them what convinced them. You are romantically obsessed with them. Ask them if they know and if they reciprocate. <laughs> now we've gotten some Twilight stuff happening. Yep. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We got some Buffy the Vampire stuff going. That's true. I mean, whichever. Close relations or a distant descendant, which I thought would be kind of, <laughs> if you live that long, like, dude, you're, <laughs> to be fair, your great, 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 great grandma was really hot. I don't know what happened to you, <laughs> right? but I've, I've followed you. JJ Clearly. shows up and it's like, hey, granddaughter. <laughs> it's, it's been a while. Which one are you? Oh, my gosh. Wow. I've missed a few years. I've been a horrible 13th grade grandfather. My bad. You're 30 now? Jeez. Which I thought would be kind of fun to do for all of them. Right? Can I just pick this one over and over again? (laughs) I am each one of your descendants. (laughs) (laughs) And apparently we have come together in this time and place for a purpose, whether the dark word's coming back or whatever. But yeah, no, it's 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 pretty wild. Oh my god. Yeah, I'm your uncle. (laughs) I'm your great great grandfather. I am, you know. Seconditeenth cousin? I don't know. So anyway. cousin. <laughs> uh, they are tied to your curse or origin. Tell them how. You fought together against the odds and prevailed. They saved you from another hunter who was prepared to kill you. Ask them what happened. So I love. I like this part. Again, you can't be two of the same class. All of a sudden, this is how we're connected. I think this would be something that would be fun. Again, we've done a little bit of this in D&D, and it's worked mm-hmm. out uh, sometimes good, sometimes bad, just because right. I feel yeah. like these here are a little bit more positive, like, you two have a history and a reason to work together. Why not? Like, I think we had some people that were in competition for each other and that got a little too far. <laughs> so it uh, gives you some suggestions on the monstrous breeds. Like I said, we did fairy for this one here, but the other ones that they have, vampire, werewolf, ghost, fairy, demon, orc, or zombie. I thought like a zombie bus driver would be hilarious. <laughs> just the, the person that makes it to the end of the line that fell asleep on the bus, they just you know, uh, no. snack on. Um, so when you level up, um, as you do things in this game, you can gain experience. Uh, sometimes just following your nature and ability will let you uh, add an experience. So good job playing the game or going with your type or drive, even if it's detrimental to the group, like you're playing your character. Uh, JJ's not going to be there because there is a rave that he's been looking forward to. You should have picked a different night to go stake the beast, right? Like that's on you. That's not on me. Um <laughs> Once you get these experiences capped, you level up, you erase the experience, and then we move over to level up board. When you've filled all five experience boxes, you level up, erase the marks, and pick an improvement from the following lists. 
So this is how you level up. From my understanding in this game, you level up fairly quickly early because nobody's good at doing this at level one. You catch a few stats really <laughs> fast. Like I'm really like I'm an expert now at hitting the library. Like I know where to go to find stuff on the dark web, or I've gotten a lot better at my aim, um, or something has happened or awoken where you take another monstrous move. You can your attacks have gotten better. So that stuff is pretty cool. After you've leveled up five times, you qualify for advanced improvement in addition to these. They're below. Uh, get plus one to any reigning to a max of three. Change this hunter to a new type. So maybe you fulfilled that destiny. Maybe something else has happened. Uh, if you were like a divine or such. Create a second hunter to play with this one as well. Which I thought, you know, I don't know. JJ and RJ show up and this is my brother and he's here and I got to show him the RJ. Though I don't think you get to play them both at the same time. Right. So when JJ's off party and RJ feels like yeah. he's such an ass, I'm sorry. He's like this, like, but having just be the exact opposite, make it be Eeyore. I don't know. <laughs> it's my twin, right? He got all the happy stuff. I got all the sad stuff. It's fine. Let's just get it done. I've got stuff to do. Let's see. Make another two of the basic attack moves as advanced. Uh, retire this hunter to safety. But I was like, you could, I mean, this is, Hey, good job. You leveled up five yeah. times and it's time yeah. you turn evil again. Retire this character and they become the keeper's threats. How fun would it be to go from finally hating JJ but liking JJ to having JJ flop sides to get to finally hunting JJ? Like, you know, I mean, we all have that character. Like, it's it's fine. Sorry, Dom. He just won't go away. Alton has finally <laughs> decided that he likes nature more than people and has become an evil. I'll be the first one there to put down the guy. I'm ready for it. So, sorry, Dom. Alton's dead. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I, get back one use of luck point. I but good. I really love this whole system. I think it's great that it's like I think it's nice giving you like a tree, you know, instead of either a linear thing or like a series of choices. Like, hey, pick all these spells. I kind of dig the advancement. It's it seems like it's very broad. It gives you a chance to really define your character. But I love the thing the most is that you only level up when you fail. Like, you want to get an advanced move, you have to fail 30 times. Right. You know, just, and so, and it's, it's like, how many times? It's a fun system. And I also feel like you can't game it. You can't be like, I would love to, like, start kicking ass. And it's like, dude, you like, your tough is minus two. <laughs> like, you're a mundane dude. Like, you're not supposed yeah. to be fighting this thing. You're going to die. Like. It's not going to happen, bro. Yeah. <laughs> when so, so much I, of the game like is like... not the combat, right? You can be there. Like yeah. Buffy shows up and does the thing, but Buffy doesn't get there and do the thing without a lot of help. No. Right? Giles figures out what the monster is. Mm -hmm. Willow, Willow figures out where the creature could be hiding. People do Xander some research to see is... who's missing, right? Like... Xander is just awful. Getting and then, captured, uh, so that way he can track the or cell he gets phone. captured. He just distracts the monsters with his raw sexual energy. <laughs> well, you know, I, I think about Blade, too. You know, Blade was yeah. a monster. And he had, um, I can't even remember, Chris Christopherson's character Chris always Christopherson, in the back. Yeah, yeah always in the back yeah. telling him, hey, you need to do this. Hey, they're coming here. You know, those kind of things. And yeah. <laughs> well, and I think that is, you yeah. know, if you want to do Blade, very something borrowed. I know that the, uh, I think it's the initiate. Um, gets a mentor, you know, so you could have that kind of stuff yeah. of, again, same with like a Hellboy. Hellboy has his team yeah. around him. He Hellboy does the thing. Summoned. Yep. Yeah. So you, yeah. you got the summoned, you got the team around him. Hey, you're, you're big. Satan would be probably be the monstrous. Yep. And you got the, a spell slinger or, you know, uh, 
what do you walls of fire let's go like so yeah. I, I do like so, a lot of it, it uh, and that, but that's really it like i mean that's i mean that's it it takes roughly eight to ten minutes probably to make a character once you're used yeah. to it um, I mean, it took us maybe 20, but we've had to talk about every single thing. Right, right. So I'm know? curious now that we've OK, so now that we've talked about it, now that we've built a character, we've discussed the game itself. We haven't actually played it, but I think that's something we are going to try to uh, do with our Monday night games here starting hopefully soon. So I'm just curious with all that, everything that we've done with this now. I want to know from each of you, would you play the game? Just just based on what you know, and would you recommend based on what you know, recommend somebody play the game? Zach, we'll, we're going to start with you because Nolan's actually going to play the game sooner I, than, than, than us. Just given what I've been reading, Monster, uh, Monster of the Week and Power, uh, Power by the Apocalypse, Dungeon World, mm-hmm. the Avatar uh, RPG is going to be based on this. I think it's so malleable and so easily hacked that I don't think that there is a, a game I wouldn't play with this system. Like, if someone was like, hey, man, do you want to play Dungeon World? I'd be like, yeah, I'd love to. Like, I don't know how long I want to be involved in it, but, like, yeah. Like, one, two, three, or, like, whatever. I would definitely play this. There's a reason people keep making their own version of it. And especially Monster of the Week, because I fucking love Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> and Angel. <laughs> And honestly, I think Grimm is like heavy copaganda, which I'm not very into, but I still liked Grimm. Fair. Like, I I love this kind of stuff. I would love to play a mundane and okay. just be like, here I am, guys. I brought, I brought a plunger and a 38 Magnum, and I'm pretty sure I can take this thing and have everyone else be like, no. Like, okay. Nolan? Uh, yeah, I, again, I like how easy it is. I think for a lot of the groups that if you're going to get somebody into something that seems super simple to get started. And I think that's a key. Like you're not handing them this 360 page tome and we spend you know two weeks making characters and and you still don't know exactly how stuff works. I mean, this all seems fairly here it is. What do you want to make? OK, you can do that. Right. Yeah. Who who are you imagining? Let's start there. And then as you play more, we could do that. But like, oh yeah, I do want to play Buffy. Perfect. Here you go. It, it's got all the stuff here. Let's tweak it a little bit, make it your own. And away Get you the go. Chosen one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's do it. And then we'll have people around you that, because no adventurer goes alone. So, so I, I look at this book, number one, a couple of things that strike me. And I always go this side of things before I talk about the fun, finality of it, I guess. Uh, the first thing that strikes me with this book is that, it is super inexpensive. I didn't have to pay 50 bucks to buy an RPG. I bought, I spent $20 and or $12 on drive through RPG. And obviously you, you're going to want the monster playbooks as well, uh, especially those form fillable PDFs. So those are, that's pretty awesome. But everything I need, I can easily write down on a sheet of paper, go old school D and D with the line paper here and, and have everybody create their character. That's $20. I didn't go out and spend $50 for the player's handbook, $50 for the dungeon master's guide, $50 for the monster's manual or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I spent $20 and I got everything I need right here. It tells me how to write an adventure. It tells me how to create monsters. It tells, it gives me adventures. I mean, there's monkeys in spacesuits. Come on. <laughs> so things are there for you to do and, and play. And I think this is, it doesn't take long to figure it out. It doesn't, it's not super, it's not a super convoluted or difficult system. It's not one of those where you have to read this page. Now go read this page and then finally read this page to get the answer. Yeah. That being said, 
I think the game just looks like fun. Like you said, you like Buffy. I like Blade. I like I mean, you can even throw Underworld, you know, kind of an Underworld mix into this as well. You know, it's, you have, it's just yeah, I just I don't know. I think it looks like a hell of a lot of fun and I would highly recommend anybody play it. Well, and I think the big thing on it, too, is, again, the character stuff is a couple of pages. If you go over to Evil Hat Productions, uh, you hop into their Monster of the Week stuff, you click on Resources, uh, it brings up a Monster of the Week section where you have revised playbooks, form fillable, I mean, all that stuff right there. We looked at this today with this. It's two sheets, two sheets for a character sheet. Away you yep. go. Yep. And after that, just have fun. I mean, I mean it was a big thing. They will just let you print out like your playbook yeah you know and then you just like yeah you're good to go you're good to go yeah so you've got the base you you know the basic moves you know your own specific thing that's all you need to know i will mm -hmm. say like i do feel like as far as balance goes and stuff like that too like i don't i looking at them i see each one having their own place um i feel like all of them are really do they all do serve their purpose? And so I, I, it isn't one of those things where you want two levels of paladin and eighteen levels of sorcerer, so you're a smite god. You know, I mean, there's there's not that it's not that kind of game. It's not D and D. It's a storytelling game. And one of the most broken, not broken abilities, but one of the best abilities that I've seen in the game actually comes from the mundane, called the power of heart. When fighting yeah. a monster, if you help someone, you don't roll. You automatically help as though you rolled a ten. Yeah. So you as, really as are though you as though you rolled a ten. You're here to help. Yep, you are the handsome sex appeal distraction. The vampire lady looks over and they get staked in the back. Thanks. Yeah. Like, Anya the demon is just really into you for some reason. Even yeah. she doesn't understand it. You and your sledgehammer and your skateboard. I mean, it just does something for this ancient being. For some reason. Just ticks all of her boxes. Good job. So I, I, I think there's a lot of stuff there. And again, your, your keeper will bring people into it as well. Uh, the idea that you can play just about anything with this setup. I mean, there are examples, go Dresden Files, X-Files, yes. Buffy. We've talked about Blade. We've talked about Supernatural. You know, a couple of people with a car cruising around. Do they, it doesn't have to be defend your local campus. It doesn't have to be, you know, you could be on the road like a couple of brothers who are out for revenge, like just finding weird. So, Well, I I think it's great. And I yeah, think people should give fun. it a try. This is, I mean, this would be a great one, like family's home for the holidays and you don't want to play an RPG and you don't want to throw together a D&D &D game. Grab Monster of the Week and give it a play. I think all you would really need are two D6 that you could That's share around the table. That's awesome. Yeah, exactly. Dice. I'm sure you got a board game somewhere in your house that you can grab and pull the dice yeah. out of real quick. You know, I mean, you, so. Yahtzee. Yeah, exactly. Well, guys, that is that's going to be our show this week. It's, it feels so strange that we didn't talk news that we just did this, but that's how we're going to be doing this moving forward. We're just going to be doing a topic of the week and and kind of going on from there. So we'll figure out what we're going to be doing for the next couple of weeks of the 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 tw year of 2021 and then plan out what we're going to be doing for 2022. Unless you guys have anything else to add. I don't know. I'm sure I'll think of something later, but <laughs> yeah, right now I'm sign off and be like, oh, yeah, right. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Well, if you haven't watched episode six of Wheel of Time, you should go watch it. It was really good. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I was talking with somebody at the Christmas party last night about Wheel of Time. He's a big fan of the books and wanted to know if he thought it was if I thought it was worth watching. He said he watched the first episode and, and enjoyed it. And I said, you know, as long as you can separate the two, 
as long as you understand yeah. that it's not the books, you're going to enjoy the show. So mm-hmm. I am, I'm looking forward to the next one for sure. I, I, there's so many little things where you forgot, you're like, Oh yeah, I forgot that was coming. So, right. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, okay. So there's, what two episodes left or they're doing an eight episode season. I don't know. Okay. Did, I'm going to wait until they're all out so I can okay. just experience so, well, it. They, 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 no, I already, I, it's not like I don't know what happens. Well, exactly. And, and Nolan, did you watch episode six yet? Okay. So I was sitting there watching it and, and as they get to, um, and this like, isn't really a spoiler. I don't think, um, they get to that big thing out in the middle of the field and Shri goes, what's that? And I'm like, okay, that's significant, but I don't remember why. And then she says it. I'm like, Oh yeah, I completely forgot about the ways. So yeah, so it's, they introduced that in, in the episode last night, which is really cool. Yeah. It looks like there is eight episodes in season one. So one more, there we go. Two more, so two more, two more, two more. Two more. So, so I'll probably do it. The. So after the last one Maybe. comes out Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve, yeah. It better be good, damn it. <laughs> Maybe I'll watch them Christmas Day after there I'm just go. like too full of turkey and exhausted. There you go. All right, guys. So that is our show for this week. Thank you, everybody, so much for listening. We hope you enjoy this later. new format. And uh, you too, I'll see you in a few hours. Thanks, everybody. Yeah, Bye. You too. Bye-bye. Bye.